Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am here today with Kat Vaz, who is a holistic life coach and meditation teacher, and she helps women fall in love with themselves and build lasting self-confidence. Kat and I connected on Instagram back, oh my gosh, almost two years ago when we were both pregnant with our babes. Her daughter, Emma, was due, I think, two weeks after Weston, and we randomly connected about pregnancy stuff and then our paths and passions were just super aligned and we've stayed connected and cheering each other on. And now you're here with us. Thank you for joining. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And thanks for this invite. And it's so crazy to think that it's been like close to two years or around like two years. Um, And yeah, like you said, it's so funny because we connected over the babies and the pregnancy and all of the things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and now we're here. So yeah, it's just been really nice to follow along and cheer you on and yeah, all of the things. I'm trying to remember even how I found your page or your client. Like I don't even, I should go back in our Instagram conversation because I bet that first initial message is there. I don't even know. I'm I'm sure I had something to do with you being pregnant because I remember wanting to connect with other women who mm-hmm. were at like the state the same stage of pregnancy as me. But I'm now I'm curious. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, I don't remember either. I know it was related to the pregnancy because mm-hmm. we were so close, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't remember. I don't okay, remember no. what like how we found each other and what was exactly like the first conversation that we had. Yeah, but it's so funny because our babes are just like so, so, so close. So it's just and you are also completely randomly through a group. I think that you're a part of or a community you're a part of. You know my friend Sierra as well. Yes, Sierra. Who, guys, her. understand that Cat lived in New Jersey and now she lives in Portugal. I live in Vermont. We've never once met in person. And she happens to also know, I think, through like an online community or something. Yeah a good friend of my name, Sierra, who lives here in Vermont, like 10 minutes down the road for me. So it's just so random. Yeah. It's so random. Like the world. Yeah. What a small world. And I'm in Spain right now, actually. So I am from Portugal, but I am in Spain right now. Don't worry, because everyone gets that (laughs) confused. It's like, okay, but you are from Portugal, but now you are in Spain. Why are you in Spain? And why are you not in Portugal? No, no, no. So I can like share a little bit of that. But yeah, I lived in the U.S., I moved from Portugal to the U.S. back in uh, 2017. Yep, 2017 uh, with my husband, and we lived there for six years. And then last November, we just packed our bags and we moved across the world to Spain with our daughter. And she was like 11 months, like 12 months at the time. 
Um, so yeah, it's been uh, quite a journey. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. <laughs> I love that. Give us a little bit more about what brought you to being a meditation teacher and a coach. Give us a little bit of your story. Yeah, of course. So, well, this everything started pretty much in 2018. Um, that was when, so I was still working my corporate job at the time. I had like all of us so busy wearing like busy as a badge of honor, like really proud of all of the pressure and all of the busyness and all of the work that I had to do. Never, ever, ever paying any attention to my mental health, how all of that was impacting my life, my mental health and all of that. Right. And so what happened at some point was that I experienced like a very deep, um, like burnout period. I was extremely anxious. And I know like so many of like you guys will probably uh, relate to this because unfortunately, unfortunately, it's so, so common. I've been through a season of like deep burnout, feeling extremely anxious. But then at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, that you're in a bad phase, you know, that you need to change, you know, that you need to like cut down your hours or take a leave or say no more, set up boundaries. But like what was happening with me was that like, I couldn't do any of that. So like I knew all of the things that could potentially help me, but I was like, nah, like this is going to pass. This is just a phase. This is just stress. But it wasn't, right? It wasn't. And so like months and months and months went by and I felt like worse by the day, right? And then at some point, like, it's so funny now that I'm thinking about it because like, I remember at the time, like meditation has become like very mainstream, right? In the past, like recent years. And I remember like hearing a lot about meditation, like, I don't know, like in the media, like social media, like, I don't know. Um, and like, I never tried meditation before. And so at some point I was like, I'm just going to try to meditate. Like, I have no idea, like, what is this all about? Like I'm hearing, I'm reading studies, like I'm reading articles of like everyone is talking about meditation and how helpful it is for your anxiety to sleep better. And those were like my main issues at the time. Um, well, the, the things that were kind of like on the surface, right? So because down below there were like so many things that later on I realized and that I had to like address mm-hmm. and heal from and overcome. Right. And so like I tried meditation <clears throat> and the thing was that like, I felt good like when I was meditating um, and it was just that in the beginning, like it gave me a, like a sense of peace, a sense of calm. And because I enjoyed like those few minutes when I was meditating, I like, I kept going, right. I kept going. Like it was a, it was a moment for myself. I think at the time I meditated a lot before going to bed. And so that was helpful. It helped me like sleep a little bit better and I continued doing it. And like, as the time went by, it wasn't just that, like, in those moments, I was feeling good. But like, in my day to day, after like, weeks and months, like, I started to notice like, wow, like this thing, like, whatever it may be, like, this thing used to trigger me a lot. Or like, I used to behave like this, when like, this sort of thing happened. And now I'm not like, hmm, interesting. And I got curious, like, what is actually happening? Like, what is actually happening inside of my brain that is like triggering all of this, right? These changes that I'm now seeing. So it's not just those moments of the meditation itself, but then in my day to day. 
And so like I continue meditating, but then I also started to studying like neuroscience and what's happening inside of our brain when we're doing meditation. I started taking trainings about like gratitude and compassion and mindfulness and affirmations, like so many things. And then like slowly, like the wellness world like opened up in front of me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know about these things, right? I didn't know about these practices, these habits. And I didn't know that like I had the power to do so many things and to change so many like things in my life. Like I thought that I was powerless. I thought like I feel stressed because everybody feels stressed and that's just the way it is. I don't feel light up by my job. And that's just the way it is. Like so many of us, we don't really enjoy what we're doing, but like you do it because that's mm-hmm. that's what your parents did. And that's what you heard was normal, right? And so it gave me that sense of like empowerment. Like, no, like I can change things for myself, right? And then um, the coaching industry also became something I got familiar with the coaching industry because at some point I was like, I I am learning so much. Like these practices, like not just meditation, but like different things that I was doing, like these things are like changing my life so much. I want to share this with the world, right? And so like, obviously I started like my family and my friends, but then I was like, no, but I want to reach more people. And so coaching became a vehicle for me to reach more people, to teach these like teachings and these lessons and practices and all of these things that I was learning, that I was implementing in my own life. Um, and yeah, and then I took my uh, coaching certification. I started coaching in the beginning of 2021. Uh, I remember my first client. I love her so much. She was a friend of a friend. And I was not even like, I didn't even finish. I was not even done with my certification. Like the first time that she reached me, she knew that I was doing my training, my certification. She was like, as soon as you're able to get clients, I want to be your first client. And like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm still like working through this. Give me some more time. And then eventually I finished and I didn't feel ready, obviously, because you're never ready, right? But like, I just went for it. And so she was my first client. And then after that, like more clients came. And yeah, it's not my full-time job. <laughs> so amazing. And so a story that I think so many of us can relate to. I think so many of us became entrepreneurs out of a personal experience or something that was personally impacting us. And we were like, wait a second, I can bring this to other people. I can bring this to the world. And then all of a sudden it just sort of, as you move toward that starts to unfold before you. And some of us, many of us get lucky enough to turn it into our full-time job. So I love that story. I can very much relate as well. I, are you a projector in human design? No, manifesting generator. Manifesting generator. Because you're very much um, obviously a teacher because you're a meditation teacher, but you're very much that guiding and teaching energy. And that's a very projector energy. Uh, No. (laughs) Are you a projector? I am. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know a lot about human design, some like basic things, but. Yeah, me too. Me too. Same. But what I know, like it changed my life and gave me so much validation, like being who I am. Yes. It was so cool. I love human design. Um, so where you created your business, you built your business, you're here now. 
And what we're talking about today, this idea of self-confidence being the foundation of your business, I imagine you have personally moved through a lot of that because I feel like you're like me and you get a lot of your lessons through your own personal experiences. So talk to us a little bit about like high level, what does self-confidence mean and how have you moved through it yourself? Yeah, of course. So I grew up with a lot of pressure. Like I'm sure so many of us like always perform, Mm. always get good grades, always to be the best in my class. And what that did to me, and like, I'm not blaming my parents because I know they did the very best that they could. It's just like, we need to acknowledge these things, right? Mm -hmm. And so all of that pressure throughout like all my years, like growing up, childhood growing up, like high school, college and all of that, that built a lot of insecurity within me. And it built like a deep sense of not enoughness. What I'm doing is not enough. Mm -hmm. I am getting good grades, but I could be better. I should be having better grades. I am not the best in my, I should be the best, right? And so there was always this sense of insecurity of not enoughness. And the way that this impacted my life later on, when I was talking about the burnout now, pretty much like at the same time, because I feel like for a really long time, I wasn't self-aware enough. And so I didn't really, like, I couldn't even put into words like, yes, I'm insecure. Yes, I'm having imposter syndrome. Like, I didn't really know how to put these feelings into words. And so the way that this, all of these experiences in childhood manifested in my adult life was that while I was working in the corporate world, I was terrified of other people, like finding out that, that like this was an illusion because this is not true, but like that I was, I'm doing like air quotes, like I was a fraud, right? I was terrified of like being in a room where other people knew more than me. And now that I'm thinking about this, like this is so silly. Now I want to be in a room where everyone else knows more more than me because that means they can teach me, they can expand me, they can inspire me, right? But like in my corporate world, because of all of these experiences, I experienced so much imposter syndrome, like always feeling like I don't know enough, not smart enough. I should know more. Like I should know more than I know at the time. Mm -hmm. And when I really started addressing these and when I really started to like think about this, I realized why do I feel like this? Or rather, where is this coming from? Like, could there be something in my like upbringing that like created this like this belief that I'm not enough? Like, why do I feel like I'm not enough? Why do I feel like I always need to run to do more than others? Why do I feel like I am not enough, not smart enough, not doing enough, right? And so I realized that those experiences in childhood really impacted that. And then at some point, like, I realized that because of those insecurities, I was telling myself so many stories about the things that I couldn't do, the things that, like... I didn't believe in myself to do. Like I realized that I was holding myself back so much because of these stories, because of these insecurities that I had, right? And then at some point I was like, this is not the way that I want to continue living my life. And granted, I was already on my healing journey. So like I had like support, I had um, like, I was 
I was having conversations with people. I had mentors who were helping me move through this. That's why I'm always saying that mentorship is absolutely priceless. And there's a huge power in mentorship. And when I realized that, I was like, I I need to overcome this. Like, I don't want to continue living my life. I want to do big things in my life. And I don't want to be feeling like all of these stories, all of these experiences in the past are holding me back. Like, I'm not my past. That happened. Like, okay, like, I'm going to show myself love. I'm going to validate my, my emotions. I'm going to feel whatever I need to feel. But I'm choosing to do differently. I'm choosing to heal from this and overcome this because I want to move on with my life and feel like I'm doing that I'm living the life of my dreams, right? Building my own business like a few years ago, Jessica, it wasn't like it wasn't even it wasn't even like an idea. I mean it was an idea and it was like, no, of course I'm not I don't know anything about business. I know nothing about sales. I know nothing about marketing. I will never make money doing my own thing because those were the stories that I heard my parents say every single day growing up like you need to work for someone else you need to be in the corporate world right mm-hmm. and i had to overcome them like i had to overcome them and i had to find a way and to learn how can i overcome these experiences how can i overcome these insecurities and how can i build true lasting confidence in myself that it's not relying on others approval right? It's not relying on the external validation, but in myself, like I can hold myself. I believe in myself. And so no matter the money, no matter the clients, no matter the likes, the comments, the saves, like whatever it may be, like I know that I am good enough. I am confident in myself. Yes, I'm scared. We're always scared. We're always like pushing ourselves out of the comfort zone. And I think that's a beautiful thing, but like, I'm going to do this. And I'm, if I fail, like nothing is really a failure because you learn from it. Right. So, um, yeah, let me pause here. I feel like I've been like, (laughs) I love it. No, I think so. Again, like, I just think so many people can relate to what you're saying. I know (laughs) so many of us are really successful business owners and entrepreneurs because we were raised that way, like that served us in that it made us motivated and it pushed us to try harder, but it gets to a point where it actually can become a deterrent, which is, which is, I think kind of what we're talking about here. And there are two things you brought up that I think are really important for us to bring up in starting this conversation, which is you had curiosity and awareness. And I feel like in order to build self-confidence that can support and serve your business, you have to be aware that it's not there and aware of these stories that are coming up that are holding you back. But then you have to be curious, not critical. Nowhere in your experience was I hearing you criticize yourself. And not that maybe you did. You did do that earlier on. But when you started making that shift, you stayed very curious. Why is this coming up? Where is this coming from? And it's so important for us to build that confidence to be curious and compassionate rather than critical as we start to understand where it stems from, where it's coming from, what it means, all the questions that help us start to move forward. I couldn't agree more with you. And that is something that I guide my clients through because like so many of them or all of them at some point, they were criticizing themselves because they were feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. So because they were beating themselves up about something, 
they are criticizing themselves. They are feeling like they shouldn't be feeling like that. Right. And so like, we need to drop that. Like we like, yes, like you are feeling like that. And that is valid. Like you are entitled to having your own emotions. So it doesn't, it's not going to work to like beat yourself up even more because you're beating yourself up in the first place. Right. So give yourself compassion, recognize that you're feeling like that. Give yourself a hug, hold yourself and then move through it. Because I think that a lot of the times we're beating ourselves up and that just makes it even harder. And one of the things that I really love to do and that I teach my clients to do is when you are able. So let's say you have like an insecurity coming up for you. Like, oh, I'm feeling deeply insecure about this. Like, I'm feeling afraid of doing this. This is holding me back. I'm doubting myself to do this, whatever it may be. When you are able to kind of like reflect on it and get to the core memory that created that belief in yourself. When you are able to get to the experience in your past that made you feel like that because it all comes down to our past. Like we were all born worthy, confident, loving ourselves. And then along the way, we lost that. We were conditioned to put our value on the external validation. We were conditioned into thinking that we're not enough. We're not skinny enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not smart enough. We're not capable enough, right? And so we need to go back to what was the experience or what were the experiences that made me feel like this? So let's say that you are criticizing your body. Like I'm criticizing my body. I wish I was skinner. I wish I was uh, more toned, more whatever, whatever it may be, right? Why? Why are you feeling insecure about your body? Why are you criticizing your body? What were like experiences in the past that made you believe like that? And it could be something as simple as, you open up the television and you see, or you open Instagram and you see like all of these beautiful reels with beautiful women and having tons of following and having tons of likes and comments and whatnot. And so you feel like, okay, I need to be like this to be loved, praised, have a ton of followers, like whatever it may be, right? It doesn't have to be something in your childhood. It could be something more recent, but it is so key to understand where that insecurity is coming from because it allows you to kind of like distance yourself a little mm -hmm. bit from it. Like, this is not who I am. Like mm -hmm. something made me feel like this, this experience that I've been through or like whatever it may be made me feel like this, but I am not like deep down. We are not insecure people. We are not doubting ourselves we're not we don't feel unworthy like well we sorry we feel we are not unworthy we feel unworthy. Mm -hmm. we feel insecure right and so it really helps when we are able to identify where is that insecurity comes coming from because then you'll be able to move through it and you'll be able to build confidence you'll be able to distance yourself from it and turn the script around mm-hmm and there are two things I want to add to that. One, figuring out your connection, the connection between the lack of confidence and these stories that are coming up and where it came from can be very deep and challenging and emotional work. And this is where it may be worth considering working with a professional working with a coach like Kat, if you feel called or aligned with that, or a therapist, like a, a talk therapist or IFS therapy, internal family systems have been 
mind blowing for me in my healing journey. So seeking support so you can actually do that deeper work, but also in the moments when maybe you're not doing the deeper work, but you're caught in this moment of doubt or uncertainty or fear. If you can't get to the why, because sometimes that can be really difficult, I want you to just think about what. Because so often, and this happens to me all the time, and I've been in this a lot actually lately, that fear or that doubt comes up and we don't actually identify it. We just feel it in our body. And so we want to get rid of it. And so we just want to move past it or we want to know why so we can get past it. And what I've been working on is figuring out, no, what is this? What actually is this feeling? And what do I need in this moment to feel ease, to feel confidence? If you're, let's say you're about to get on a sales call and you want to go into that call confident, what's coming up and what do I need right now to shift that? Because sometimes that can be easier to get to in the moment than the why, which often takes more long-term deep work. So I love that cat, that that why is is the kernel that we want to get to to ultimately shift all of these stories that are holding us back in our business because we're not approaching it from a place of confidence and trust in self. I love that so much. I couldn't agree more with you. Uh like you said, if like we're looking at the why, I think it is going to be, especially if it's like stuff from childhood, which a lot of times can be like stuff that is really traumatic, like big mm-hmm. T or little T, like small T, having the support of a mentor, of a coach, of a therapist, like it is going to be absolutely invaluable. And then, like you said, I love where you like this tip that you just gave, like, okay, so we're not really addressing the why now because it's in the moment, like how, what can I do right now to kind of like help me feel a little better? And another thing that I really like to do is if an insecurity is coming up for me, okay, how can I turn that insecurity into a positive statement? And it could be something as simple, like flip it around. Like I am feeling insecure. Like I don't feel like uh, I need to do, I feel like I need to do more to get clients, like whatever it is. I feel like I need to be more or learn more, know more, whatever it may be. How can I turn that into a positive statement and turn that into a positive personal affirmation? And it could be something as simple as like, who I am in this moment is perfectly capable of like attracting the clients, serving the clients, whatever it may be. And then using that affirmation as your own personal affirmation and like put it on your phone, like as a reminder, like I have affirmations on my phone. My clients have affirmations on their phone to pop up at different times during the day. Because what is happening from like a science perspective is your whole life, you are conditioning and we all are. We were conditioning to have the negative bias, which is to see the negative things, to criticize ourselves very, very easily. And it's really hard for us to see the positive things, right? And so when you are like, the more you read, the more you say these affirmations, the more uh, easy it's going to be for you to actually like rewire. I know that I'm making like gestures (laughs) and people won't see it, but... Um, it will be easier for you to actually like rewire your brain and create new neuron pathways in the brain that will help you believe that you are indeed capable and enough and smart and like all of the things, right? And so that is just like a very like simple, simple practice mm-hmm. that I like to do. Yeah, the simple practices I feel like are often the most important because they're so accessible. 
Um, and, and I want to add something that a therapist uh, who I loved, um, who I once worked with, this idea of neuroplasticity and being able yeah. to change the way your brain thinks. She taught it to me as the idea that all of our thoughts are like train tracks and you think the same thought. So the train goes down the same track over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just automatic. And that's the track that the train goes down, but you can start building new tracks. So the train starts going down that track. So you think like you take this affirmation practice and you take the, the self-doubt or whatever that fear is, and you shift it to something positive that's building this new track. And the more you build the track, the more the train goes down that track. And eventually the train just automatically goes down that track because you've been using it so often. And that's how I feel like it's so helpful, right? To understand the way that we can, it's obviously insanely simplified, but I feel like it's a really easy way to understand that it's just about repetition and consistency. And the more you do it, the more that train is going to go down that track. And then that becomes the automatic track for the train versus the one that you've been using your whole life. I love that so much. Such a cool analogy. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me, I was thinking as you were talking, I want to share with listeners what's on the other side of this. Like maybe how has confidence in developing a greater sense of self-confidence, how has it impacted your business or how have you seen it impact your clients? If you could give us some examples. Yeah, for sure. So honestly, self-confidence, like being able to be confident in yourself, trusting yourself, believing in yourself, it is truly the foundation of everything. I feel like for everyone, but obviously we're focusing on businesses and we're focusing on entrepreneurs. Like if you're not confident in your confident in yourself, you are going to have a really hard time. Well, first, even like starting a business, mm-hmm. because if you have all of these insecurities, you won't feel smart enough, capable enough. But then like, even if you move past that, right, when you have a business, like you have a service, you have a product that you need to sell, right? Whatever it may be, right? And so you have to sell that. And I feel like, and I hear this every single day and I move through that. So it's not just like the things that I hear, like I've been through this as well. We tell ourselves these stories that we are um, like annoying if we're selling like, mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot go on my stories like every single day and sell something because people will think that I'm annoying. I'm going to come across as salesy. Like I don't want to push people into buying anything. I am worried about what other people will think of me if I go on my stories or, or whatever, maybe to sell my services, my products. And like, that is just a story that we are telling ourselves. You need to build confidence in yourself. And that's why I say that confidence is the foundation, because if we don't have the confidence, if we don't have the confidence in ourselves, that is not relying on relying on other people, we will never feel capable to like sell. So very, very simple, like to sell our services, right? And I feel like so many of us, we are so concerned about what other people will think, what other people will say. They will judge us. Oh, they, if we're selling every day, they think that it's because we're not able to like fulfill, like, um, like sell out our coaching, our product, like whatever it may be, right? It feels like it's not working. And they will judge us for that, right? But we have to get over that. Like we have to get over that. We have to build confidence in ourselves. That's why I say that the foundation of everything is building confidence in yourself. You need to learn to build confidence in yourself so that you can move past that, so that you can come up 
and sell your services and sell your products. You need to be confident in yourself. So you are not relying on the likes, the comments, the saves, like whatever it may be, the money, the clients. Like I always tell this, I am so grateful for the clients, for the money, for the impact that I have on my social media. Like I'm so grateful for all of it, but that means nothing about me. And what I mean by this is, even if I don't have clients, even if I don't have money, even if I don't have likes, even if I don't have any of that, I am still an amazing coach. I am still an amazing woman. I am still an amazing person, right? And those things mean nothing about me. So yes, you can be so grateful for all of those things, but you cannot, um, you cannot use them as your way to feel good about yourself, to feel confident in yourself. And that's something that I see a lot of people doing and that I've done in the past. I mean, like I've been there, right? I'm teaching this now because I've been there and I moved past that and I learned how to overcome my insecurities and I learned how to build my confidence in myself. Um, and I see a lot of people doing this and I really think that this is the foundation of it. My new program that I just launched yesterday, Stamping into Confidence, this is exactly what I'm teaching. Like, how can you overcome your insecurities and how can you build lasting confidence in yourself so that you are not relying on other people so that you can go after your dreams so that you like, no matter how big or how small your dreams are, like not everybody wants to start a business and that's okay. Right. We're not talking. It doesn't have to be like a big, big thing. Um, but like, if you don't feel capable, if you don't believe in yourself, you will not take the steps to do it because it's like, ah, I know I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm not going to even bother. Right. And so that is exactly what I'm teaching in this program because so, so, so many of us, we go through this and we deserve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the, on the other side of it, it's the, the, um, sales calls and the marketing and the being confident enough to shift the focus of your business or whatever. But the, I feel like what you're saying, like at the, the core of it is like this unshakable groundedness in yourself. So no matter what Joe Schmo says or how many likes you get or whether or not you sell out your program, you don't doubt yourself you come back to what we were saying before, like you come back to that curiosity, that openness, that compassion, but you never lose that confidence and you show up again and you sell again and you market again because you know that you innately are valuable and worthy. None of these things matter at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And like, hey, all of us, we have moments of like, being self-critical a little bit and doubting Mm -hmm. ourselves a little bit. Like I, like I teach this, Right. And I also have those moments, right? It's human nature. I would be lying if I said that I didn't have those. Right. And that's not what matters. What matters is what happens when you have those moments, right? Because most of the times what happens is we have those moments and then we paralyze. It's failing. Like I, I try, I pitched once. Nobody bought. Okay. I'm a failure. Like nobody's ever going to buy. I'm, I'm just going to like create something else or I'm just going to like. Uh, uh, leave this business, like burn it down to the ground <laughs> because it will never work. Like now, like you have to keep going. You can hold yourself powerfully through this. When the self doubt comes up, like 
that is also something that I teach because we all have moments like this. But what are you going to do when those moments arrive? What are you going to do when that happens? And that I think it's really, really key because it's human nature and we'll always have moments like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. If we're living life intentionally and powerfully, the doubt's going to be there. The fear is going to be there. We're going to push our limits. But with that unshakable and grounded self confidence, we are continually reminded that we are capable and worthy and valuable and successful and whatever it is that resonates for us, we, we can and are that no matter what ha- is going on around us. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to add something. I think a lot of the times as entrepreneurs, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to like for things to work in a certain timeline. So it's like you put out something and you're expecting like hundred hundred clients to like sign up in like an X amount of days or whatever it may be, an X amount of months, whatever. Um, and when that doesn't happen, or if that doesn't happen, then you will feel bad about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You will feel like you are a failure because you don't have that confidence. And so I also think that it's really beneficial for us to release that pressure on the timeline. And even if things are not happening in our own like preferred timeline, you can still believe in yourself. You can still be confident in yourself and still trust that it is going to happen in the divine timeline. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't happen as fast as you want it to, that means nothing about you again. Like you are still an amazing coach, an amazing mentor, an amazing whatever it may be, right? And that means absolutely nothing about you. Yeah, so true. I love all of this. I feel like this is so supportive. All reminders that all of us need, no matter how much work we've done on ourselves. Um, but before we shift gears, if there was one thing that listeners walk away with, if there was nothing but, if they walked away with nothing but this, what would that one thing be? Oh, okay. I love this question. I think that what I wanted to say is really like reiterate this idea, these ideas that we talked about that like you are like worthy you are enough just by being who you are you don't need to change yourself you don't need to be anything other than your true most authentic self to be you don't need to change who you are and be anything else other than this right and so those insecurities that you may be feeling right now the self-doubt whatever it may be those are just like experiences that makes you feel like that, but it's not really who you are because you, like you were born like beautiful, confident, worthy enough, right? And you are still enough and you are still worthy. And so I think just like knowing this and knowing that like, okay, like I feel like that, like there's a reason why I feel like this. I think it is really helpful. Um, But like coming back to that, like, uh, innately feeling of like, no, like I am, I like, I am worthy. Like I don't need to be, do have anything else. I am perfect exactly as I am today in this moment. Yes. Yes. I just yes, wanted yes. to like, yeah, I live this reminder for everyone. I love it. It's really helpful. So helpful. So powerful. Um, so shifting gears, tell us, what are you getting intentional about right now? Okay. 
Um, one thing that I'm getting really, really intentional is on getting back into my movement practice mm-hmm. <laughs> because I fell off of my routine a little bit, like in the past couple of months since we moved here, like mm-hmm. we moved into a new country town house. So all of the things, so I'm still like trying to get back into my routine. So I have my meditation practice in the morning, which is like sacred and my mornings are really sacred and I'm still having my morning routine, but like every day it shifts, right? I'm not like rigid. I'm flexible. Like what do I need today? But I feel like I haven't been prioritizing like moving my body as much as I would like to. And as much as like, I feel better when I move my body. Right. And and it doesn't have to be in a specific way, whether it be like a walk outside yoga, like a workout, whatever it may be. And so that is something that I'm very like um, trying to be more intentional about it. And yeah, I want to get back to that practice. Yeah. So so important to find what feels good for you rather than forcing something because you think you should do it. That just like, for me, I've been very intentional about mindful movement and yeah. just moving in a way that feels really supportive and kind and gentle rather than what I've always known, which is very um, forceful and show up, do the work, no pain, no gain, which is just not my vibe anymore. <laughs> doesn't have to be like that at all no so okay last thing tell listeners where they can connect with you outside of the podcast yeah well my instagram is going to be like the best place for us to hang out Uh, i'm sure like you'll put this in the show notes Mm -hmm. but uh it's uh cat underscore vas so c-a-t underscore v-a-z that is my instagram like i all of the things are there you can check up uh, you can check out my services my website I share a lot of valuable content, a lot of tips, a lot of mindset shifts, a lot of the things. I'm also very excited about my new program, Step It. Can I talk about that? Like, I don't yeah. know. Can I talk yeah. about that here? Okay, Absolutely. Cool. I'm very excited about my new program, uh, Stepping Into Confidence. So this is going to be a three-day training that I am dropping on the first week of April. Okay. I'm not sure exactly when this is going to air, but anyway. This is going to be three day training, but it's pre recorded trainings. So like you can jump in at any time. Like if this conversation resonated with you guys, um, and if you feel like you want to go deep on this journey through like overcoming your insecurities, uh, building lasting confidence in yourself, this is going to be an amazing place to start three day pre recorded trainings where I am like sharing and teaching you all of the things that I did to really help me overcome my insecurities, overcome my self-doubt, my fears, and really build this lasting confidence in myself that really allows me to do all the things that I want to do and live the life that I want to live. Um, and so, yeah, you can check all of that out on my Instagram as well. All of the information is there. And yeah, I would love to have you guys if it feels, um, if it resonates with you. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and your light. I so appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so, so good. I would love this conversation. Thank you again for having me. Yeah. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.